0: All right, folks, welcome, welcome to the Truth Meter podcast. I am your host, T-Mac, and I am so, so happy to launch this podcast with you all today. Today of all days, today could be, well, it's already a historical day, Uh, today's election day, and we are going to find out in mere hours, maybe days, maybe days, on who the 46th whether whether we will have a forty six president and Joe Biden or if uh, Donald Trump will win re-election. And again, I'm so happy to be with you all today. Um, this is the Truth Meter podcast where we focus on culture, education and topics that deal with African-American issues. A lot of times from an African-American male perspective, we will deal with those issues and come up with solutions. But we are the Truth Meter Sponsored by the Truth Meter Media Group. And we have come up with this podcast and this media group because we feel the need to be a voice for the voiceless. We also feel the need to introduce facts, introduce the truth and speak truth to power. Although we are very opinionated too. So that's kind of what I have going on today. Uh, all, All my platforms, the Truth Meter, I got a page on Facebook uh follow me on um at the truth meter on twitter also follow me on instagram uh, all those things are up and running i also will have a website very soon so once i have that information i will uh pass that out to everybody along with the website and my other and all my other platforms i will also have uh i will be selling merch merchandise soon so but that's coming up in the future but again um, I'm so so happy to uh, launch this podcast uh, we have actually we recorded one or two there's one the first podcast we recorded it's called pandemic politics and that was recorded a while back but I had to slow down because I had to get some other things in order but now we're up and running and so this podcast pandemic politics too on election day we will talk about this election so let's just get go ahead and get started what is the main issue that i feel voters particularly african-americans also what is the main issue that will probably make or break this election and it has to be the pandemic anybody else telling you anything different i just totally disagree it has to be the pandemic. I don't even want to go over the stats and you know, the Grim stats. We've lost I believe now it's over two hundred and twenty five thousand people. It is disproportionately affecting African Americans and Latinos. And it, it it has upended our way of life. Schools. We're in school, we're out school, uh, you know. We have to go remote, we have to uh, not go remote, you know, economically, a lot of people lost a lot of jobs. It is. It has literally upended our way of life. And that is the number one issue. Obviously the economy is important, the economy is always important. But what I've always said said is if you don't fix or address this pandemic, the economy will never fully rebound. So that is the number one issue in my opinion. There is no other issue because this has affected all of us, every last one of us directly or indirectly. And I don't even wanna go into, you know, the people who have gotten sick, who have long lasting effects The people who have lost loved ones. I'm a big sports guy. We'll be talking about sports on this podcast also. But it's affected our sports. No fans. You know, the NBA just got (laughs) finished. Finishing their um, season in a bubble. Shout out to the Lakers, by the way. That's my favorite team. Shout out to LeBron James. Fourth NBA title. Sidebar. (laughs) But anyway. Anyway. That is the main issue in this election, in my opinion. And I'm no political pundit. I'm just going at this from my perspective and what I'm seeing and hearing. So let's talk about, now, real quick, before we get into the battleground states and and the election itself. Everybody who knows me knows uh, I voted for Joe Biden. And I am no fan of Donald Trump to say it slightly, but I will try to take a unbiased view in this uh in my analysis. but I feel that Joe Biden, regardless what some of you folks say about him because he clearly isn't perfect. let's get that out the way, but he is the most competent person to address the threat. That is COVID-19. And, th- and that's just a fact. Trump is running around saying we're, we're about to turn the corner. He's lied so much about this pandemic and he's completely ignoring it. Him and his psycho fence are running around lying, not telling the truth, clearly doesn't care about the, the people it kills, holding super spreader events. I mean, I can go on and on. on. You know, we, we know what type of monster this man is. And people who support him, I, I question them. But I'm not going to go there just yet anyway. So with that being said, let's focus on the election. Now, listen, the first thing that we have to do is calm down and let it play itself out. Now, again, this piece right here is nonpartisan. Donald Trump has said that he will not accept the results unless he wins, of course. Same thing he said in 2016. He's also trying to undermine the vote by questioning mail-in ballots, which we think will overwhelmingly go Democratic. he's questioning he wants to put in lawyers in Pennsylvania to to stop counting the ballots when you count ballots you count ballots until every vote is counted and it doesn't have to be this notion that it has to stop after the election night like, is preposterous it's never been that way a media outlet may make a projection but the ballots keep keep getting counted Until all of them are counted. So this notion that him and his psychophants are saying that the ballots have to stop being counted on election night, that's ridiculous. Now, let me say this sidebar. It's not really a sidebar. The false equivalency when we talk about the Democratic and Republican Party is asinine you can agree or disagree but i'm so sick and tired of seeing posts on social media that says well the democrats and republicans are the same that's a fundamental that's fundamentally not true now whether you agree with the democratic platform or the republican platform that's that's your right but there's one political party this is a fact there's one political party that is openly trying to suppress the vote and that's the republicans the constant litigation in courts, the poll issues in Georgia, the poll issues in Texas, where you're putting one poll in Harris County, which is the county uh, that Houston, the city of Houston, is, is in, and that's millions of people, and you just put in one poll location? Also, they actually, the Republicans filed a lawsuit because the county clerk clerker courts had a drive through uh a drive they they were voting they were, they had a drive through i'm tongue tied right now had a drive through voting system in Harris county and it was agreed upon and republicans litigated this in court that 127,000 ballots they want to throw out because they say it was illegal. That's the type of stuff that's going on. They are openly in court trying to suppress the vote. Okay. But I got good news about that later on. Let's, let's talk about the battleground states. Now, the battleground states, as every, the media and all the political pundits are saying, that these are the battleground states. Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, which Donald Trump won in 2016, but has been considered the blue wall by Democrats. They've won those states for numerous cycles, except for when Donald Trump flipped them. But here's the interesting aspect. Other battleground states are Georgia, obviously Florida, North Carolina, Texas and Arizona, Texas people. Texas, they say, is in play. Texas has voted Republican for the longest, and they say Texas is in play for Joe Biden. That's a, that's astounding, and I think it has to do with demographics. There are a lot of there are a lot of uh, college educated voters, or you know, folks who have moved from the Midwest or elsewhere. That settle into these big cities and suburban outlets Houston, Dallas, San Antonio, Fort Worth, Austin, etc. And O'Rourke, who ran for the Senate against Ted Cruz, almost won in Texas. So, Texas is the one that's interesting for me. The polling suggests that Wisconsin and Michigan Joe Biden is ahead in Wisconsin and Michigan. He is ahead in Pennsylvania, but I don't know if that lead is as strong as in Wisconsin and Michigan. Uh Georgia, Florida, North Carolina, Texas and Arizona, it's a it's close. It's very close. Now, I I don't believe in the polls. I, you know, the, now let me say this. The polls weren't off that much in 2016. I believe the polls had Hillary Clinton winning by three percentage points. She won a popular vote by two. The polls were a little bit off in those battleground states of Wisconsin, Michigan and Pennsylvania. Those were the shockers because we weren't expecting Donald Trump to win those states. And to his credit, he did. Um, He got a lot of uh, non-college educated middle class or working class, excuse me, white voters, and they showed out. Plus, this is what happened also. Black folks stayed home. A lot of folks stayed home in that election. And, and, And that's what was able, that was able Donald Trump to win. Now, look at the demographics in Georgia that's putting Georgia in play. College-educated voters are in the Atlanta suburbs. They vote overwhelmingly, or at least from the polling that they're producing or reporting, they vote overwhelmingly Democrat. They used to vote Republican. So you have that, along with a sprawling city in Atlanta, and a high black population and you have latinos also that is putting georgia in play and when you have these demographics see i have family in atlanta and we always used to say especially this happened the migration to the south back to the south because the great migration was from the south to the north but the migration to the south, specifically talking about Atlanta, a lot of people from the north settled in Atlanta and Florida. And a lot of those people, for whatever reason, uh, are educators, educated, Excuse me. similar with the demographics in North Carolina, and they tend to lean Democrat. And there's some other reasons, too, why Georgia and Texas, same, same thing for Texas and Arizona why those are battleground states but because of demographic shifts but here's the here's the here is the key here and i'm gonna get my political punditry on (laughs) as it stands right now the poll suggests that joe biden should win today again i don't believe the polls do i think donald trump can win today yes i do Yes, I do. But the polls suggest that there are more pathways for Joe Biden to win the presidency than Donald Trump. But again, this is what we said in 2016. So we just have to be careful. If, for example, let me give you an example. If Joe Biden holds all the states that Hillary Clinton won in 2016, and just adds to what they call the blue wall, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania, the election is over. Joe Biden wins. And we don't even have to worry about Georgia, Florida, North Carolina, Texas, or Arizona. If he wins, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania, and holds all the states that Hillary Clinton won, the West Coast, Nevada, New Mexico, and basically the East Coast, and Virginia, Joe Biden is the next president. If Donald Trump fl- keeps at least one of those Great Lake states, say, for instance, Pennsylvania, and, you know, he wins Florida. He has to win North Carolina. He has to win Texas. And he wins Arizona even if he won Georgia Florida North Carolina Texas and Arizona he has to win all of those states and he has to win Wisconsin Michigan or Pennsylvania that's Donald Trump's pathway so in other words even if he wins Georgia Florida North Carolina Texas and Arizona which he very well very well may win if he, he has to keep one of those states, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania, Wisconsin and Michigan, they say is solidly lean Joe Biden. They say Pennsylvania's uh Joe Biden, but not as big, and Pennsylvania is where the Republicans once again, and Donald Trump are playing this game of they have to have the votes tabulated by election night or he's gonna he's going to. Send lawyers. And I just don't believe that that's going to be effective. Now, also, watch for Donald Trump to claim victory. Now, here's what I'm talking about. Here's something else that you all need to be prepared for. That's why I said this, this is going to take patience and, and not to panic. So in those Sun Belt states, Georgia, Florida, Texas, I think Arizona, Maybe North Carolina. I'm not sure. They have already started to tabulate the mail in ballots. So when the polls close, they will have numbers coming out that reflect the mail in ballots. OK. So you may see a lead for Joe Biden initially. I think it's called the blue Mirage. They call it. You may see a lead for Joe Biden initially, but then Donald Trump because of election day voting, which people think the majority Republicans will come out election day, may close the gap. And it just depends on if Joe Biden has a big enough lead to, so when Donald Trump starts closing the gap, he wins those states, okay? But in the Midwest, upper Midwest, Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, those states, okay, they don't start counting mail-in ballots until the polls close. So that means that they, their numbers won't be reflective of those mail-in ballots. The mail-in ballots, they're saying, lean Democratic. Election Day may lean Republican. So, for instance, in Pennsylvania, polls may close and you may, you may see Donald Trump with a lead. But as the mail-in ballots are counted. You may expect to see Joe Biden. Close that gap. And then ultimately win that state. Here's the issue. It's not really an issue. But here's what Donald Trump is counting on. And which is stupid to me by the way. Say for instance in Pennsylvania. If he's up by only 20% or 30% or 40% of the ballots are counted and they haven't started counting the mail-in ballots specifically in philadelphia and some of the urban centers and the suburbs and some of the urban centers he may say i won that's what he that's what he's counting on like it's just ridiculous but those are the dynamics so what i'm trying to tell you folks is those early those those excuse me those southern states north carolina Georgia, Texas, and then Arizonas in the West will start to get a good idea about how this thing is going to turn out. If Trump wins those states, then we got to look at the Midwest. And see how Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania. How that pans out now, the state that I'm from or residing in Ohio, I haven't even talked about Ohio. The last poll that I looked at, and again, (laughs) I don't know about these polls, but the last poll that I looked at, it had it tied. Um, Then it had Joe Biden up, I think, two points. One poll had him up five points. I absolutely don't believe if Joe, if that's a big if, if Joe Biden wins Ohio. That he's going to win Ohio by five points. I don't believe that. I just don't. I live here. I see Trump signs everywhere now. I see a lot of Biden here signs too, but I just don't believe that. So Ohio is another wild card where if Biden wins Ohio, Trump may be in trouble too, but he doesn't need Ohio. So that's kind of how the battleground states are shaping out here. We just have to remember that when we look at the election results, Florida would be a good indicator, okay? Georgia would be a good indicator of what's happening, even if Joe Biden loses those states. You got to remember, Donald Trump resides in Florida. He's going to get some of that vote. The Democrats haven't won Georgia, I believe, since 92 or the 80, something like that. They don't need those states, but it would be good if he had those states. North Carolina is very, very close. I in no way expect Texas to flip. I just I have to see that to believe it. I have to see Georgia uh, flip blue. To I, I just have to see that to believe it. Arizona, I'm not exactly sure. North Carolina, I could see that going blue. I could see that going blue. Out of those five Sun Belt states—Georgia, Florida, North Carolina, Texas, and Arizona—I could see North Carolina going blue. Uh, Georgia followed by Georgia, then Florida uh i'm not sure about arizona texas (laughs) i have to see that to believe that because what people don't understand is if joe biden wins texas or any of these other states it's over he wins texas it's over period he wins georgia is it's about over he wins florida it's about over but if he wins texas it's really over we don't even have to look at the rest. You have to look at also those Hillary Clinton states that she won. Make, you know, they have to make sure Minnesota doesn't flip. Uh, I think there's New Hampshire. Uh, they say may may flip, I believe. they. Well, no, no, no. I'm, I take that back. It's a solid lean Joe Biden. Also, where I was born, Omaha, Nebraska. Shout out to. My family in Omaha, they uh, award their delegates through districts. So there's one delegate in Omaha that Trump or Biden can win, and Biden um, is winning in that that city. And you got to look at Omaha. For those that are familiar with Omaha, urban center, suburban, college-educated city favors Biden. So that's kind of... The rundown on the battleground states and what you should be looking for when the polls close. Now, something that I'm very excited about, regardless of who wins, America, Americans, and I've been skeptical of Americans because of everything that's been going on with this pandemic and how some of you all have been out here acting ignorant, but I'm gonna I'm a leave that for another day. Americans been out here voting. They have showed up. The early vote count. So let me give you an example. A hundred and I believe thirty-eight million people voted in twenty sixteen. Already close. The early vote count was close to a hundred million. Shattering records. I think the early vote count in 2016 was like forty seven million. Somewhere around there. I think the early vote count is like ninety nine million something. So about a hundred million people have voted already. You look at the voting, who's turning out. African-Americans, they say, are turning out. And we need y'all to vote today. Latinos is up. You know, all the demographics are turning out. The one demographic that I'm proud of, at least from the data that I've seen, That's turning out here is the young vote, that 18 to 29 demographic. Let me give you a couple of stats. This was taken 11 days ago from these three battleground states that report this type of data. But from the 18 to 29 demographic in Florida in 2016, 44,000 folks from that demographic have voted. This was again from 11 days ago, already 257,000. Folks have voted from that 18 to 29 demographic in North Carolina, 2016, 25,000, 2020, 204,000. Michigan, 7,000 in 2016. 2020 145,000 and that this is data taken from 11 days ago these voters are showing up in Ohio 3.4 million voters have already voted you know I believe it's going to be a record number of black voters people are engaged in this election cycle they are engaged and they are coming out. What Donald Trump and the Republicans are hoping is to suppress the vote. And they're actively doing it. That's again, that's a nonpartisan statement. They're actively suppressing the vote. It's not working. They're losing in the courts, and people are showing up to vote in a pandemic. Now, my gut tells me that can only favor Joe Biden because if people are showing up, the more vote that you have, it tends, again, it tends to favor Democrats, which is why Republicans are doing what? Suppressing the vote. Now, You have to look at Donald Trump's base. He's going to try to expand the base there. I I believe their their strategy is a electoral college strategy, meaning they're going to lose the popular vote. I can guarantee you they lost the popular vote by close to 3 million. They probably lose it close to 5 million. I have no doubt that he will lose the popular vote. He was never popular. He never polled. Well, the majority of the country doesn't like this guy. However, I think what their strategy is, is an electoral college strategy to increase the white uh, working class vote in states like here in Ohio, Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Florida, the rural areas in Texas. Expand that vote, which could happen. I think it will be made more difficult now because clearly something's going on with the explosion of voters this cycle. Does Donald Trump have enough of those voters to win? That is going to be the question. A lot of independent. Now, here's another key. In the presidential race in 2016, you had a lot of independent. You had a 3% independent vote. That vote was going to go somewhere. And I tend to think it will go Joe Biden's way, although I don't know. So, you know, my gut. (laughs) About a week ago, I thought that Donald Trump was going to win. I really did. I keep saying I thought like he can't still win. (laughs) He can still win. But I was thinking that he's going to pull this out and something inside of me still, I think it's the PS PTSD or yeah PTSD from 2016. When, you know, we thought that Hillary Clinton was going to win and we woke up and Donald Trump was the president. I think that's partially the issue. You know, the data, the polls, the turnout all suggest Joe Biden will win. Unless, Donald Trump can expand his base and get more of those rural, working-class white voters. He could. But my gut tells me Joe Biden has a good chance, and he has more pathways in the electoral college. So, we'll just have to see what happens. I don't, but, you know, I really don't know. Um, And, you know, with this nonsense about violence and you know, cities boarding up their businesses and that's just foolish. It's foolishness. Count the votes, see who wins. Somebody will be president and let's move on. Now it's going to be now here's my, here's my biases. It's going to be hard to move on with Donald Trump as a president because we have a raging pandemic and he has displayed that he's not going to do anything about it. And, You know, that's a whole nother, whole nother podcast. He's not doing anything about it. So if he wins, we're just going to be out here (laughs) on our own, essentially. I believe that Joe Biden will be competent because of his years in government and because he wrote an op-ed in January saying what to do about the pandemic because him and Obama did well on the H1N1 he would be the person that we need right now because Kamala Harris is the vice president. She has a wealth of knowledge also. And, you know, some of the issues that certain black folks have with Biden or Kamala, I won't even touch that because at the end of the day, you know, he's the best candidate to get this crisis under control. And I'm not going to turn this into, you know, some of the issues that certain black folks bring up. I just say this. We have a responsibility to vote, even in our local elections. That's really important. Because, you know, here in Ohio, you know, we have to vote for state representatives, mayors. You know, these people make policies that affect you. And when you on Facebook talking about you don't want to vote, then you don't have no choice of who goes in there to make policies for you and your kids. That just doesn't make sense to me. You know, Martin Luther King met with Lyndon B. Johnson and they passed the Voting Rights Act. They passed the Civil Rights Act. And Republicans, especially, and Democrats, know the power of voting, you know, Because I don't even want to talk about the Supreme Court I don't even want to talk about The Senate And some of the bills that are not becoming laws Because The Senate is stagnant So voting is important Let me just say that You know I always tell Young people do not listen to people When they tell you voting is not important That's nonsense And I'm not going back and forth with those people Either on social media I used to. I'm not doing that. And I wish some of you would stop that too. Stop going back and forth with these people. They're trolls when they get on social media and talking about Democrats and Republicans aren't doing this and that, blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of misinformation. They, some of them don't know what they're talking about. You know, I'll give you an example. It was so funny because, um, you know, someone said, well, what's Joe Biden going to do for black people? I responded, well, he has a whole platform for black people, you know, go check it out. I shared it, he checked it out. Well, that's just writing on a piece of paper. (laughs) It's like, what? It's just writing on a piece of paper. First you said he didn't have a platform. Then when I showed you the platform, then you said, oh, it's just writing on a piece of paper. You gotta get people in there and hold them accountable. And you know, these politicians are not perfect, obviously. Joe Biden is not perfect, obviously. He obviously has a past or some questionable issues, you know, with the crime bill and that type of thing. But he right now is best for what I feel is what's best for this country. So that's what we should be looking for in the election today, election day. Make sure that you stay patient. Stay patient, folks. And if Trump is leading in some of these states, just relax. Because the mail-in ballots have to be counted. Specifically in Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania, the upper Midwest. Be patient. And let's see all the votes counted. And then once all the votes are counted, we'll see who wins. And then we'll just move forward. Also... I think it's important, Uh, the Senate, the Senate is very much in play. And it's important because I feel like if the Democrats capture the Senate, then, and Joe Biden wins, then we can get some legislation passed because it's been a gridlock and legislation has not been passed because anybody who knows who Mitch McConnell is, you know, He blocks everything. Very ruthless guy. But nothing is getting done. So the Senate is in play. Looks like the House will remain Democratic. From what I saw, it looks like the House will pick up seats. Um, State legislators are in play. Local offices are in play. So everybody go out there and exercise your right to vote. So with that being said, before we sign off here, I want to give a couple shout outs. Shout out to the FNL crew, 100 spokes. We be doing them versus battles. They started that up, I believe, in the summertime in June or July because of the pandemic. They invited me in. Shouts out to those guys. Old school hip hop will never die. Shout out to the crew, the, the crew, and the delegation. Shout out to them. There was a close circle of friends of mine. And they know who they are. Make sure you follow me on at the truth meter on Twitter. I got a page, the truth meter on Facebook, Instagram. There will be a website soon. Make sure you look for a podcast tomorrow for the for the elec- election day after to wrap up pandemic politics. Peace and love, everybody. Make sure you go vote and take care of yourself. Take, stay safe. I'm out.